hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 579, and today I want to share with you how a blogger made $16,000 in 24 hours selling a private label product. I'm going to give you all of the details because I was recently at a business retreat for myself to actually learn and surround myself with like-minded people that were out there building businesses and brands, not just in the Amazon space, but this one blogger just happened to be one of our TAS listeners, and uh, it was pretty cool to kind of hear the backstory, and I'm going to actually try to get her on the podcast to give all of the details, but I wanted to really give you the play-by-play here because I think it's important that we understand that bloggers or content creators that already have traffic and already have reach, influence, whatever, they're coming. And uh, when they decide to jump into the Amazon game, um, they're going to actually have an advantage over anyone that is just starting and planning on just launching products on Amazon. And I've said this for a while now that yes, you know, starting on Amazon to get that momentum and get a product up is really the way that I would do it even today. I would start there, but immediately I would start thinking about what content I could create for that brand. And I think, you know, a lot of people just go out there and try to find the products that are selling and then they think about the market later. I think you should start with the market first and then even niche down a little bit. And then from there, start to explore those products. Because then when we start deciding if we want to create content or when we create content, and you're going to hear why it's pretty powerful to be able to do this, is then we can go ahead and start to get this reach. And I'm gonna share with you here, um, towards the end, I'll give you some numbers from our blog, actually in the new brand, from last year to this year, and it's up 72.83%, which is insane for traffic numbers. Um, And I'll give you guys the breakdown on that as far as organic, social, direct, and referrals, um, because I think it's important that you put this content out there, you let Google do its thing, Obviously, you have to do some basic SEO stuff and just some normal stuff and just get on a content you know, schedule, um, things will start to build momentum. And that's exactly what's happened here for uh, this, uh, this lady's results that I want to share with you because it's, it's pretty awesome, all right? But here's the thing, and I want to give you a little bit of a warning, okay? Be careful if you are researching products right now and you're just starting because what's happening now is people like this, this this girl that launched these uh, couple of products and was able to sell out of a thousand units pretty quickly and is going to crush it in the fourth quarter, um, those numbers are also being calculated. So when you're calculating those numbers and you're like, wow, this person's doing 300, 400 sales a month, 500 sales a month, some of those sales are probably coming externally. And they're not a direct result of getting ranked on Amazon. So you have to be careful with that, all right? So just be really, really careful and keep that in mind. And that's why I would look at a few different sellers or a few different similar products because not everyone at this time is doing this, all right? Now, before I do jump into what I want to share with you here, if you are starting from scratch, right, or if you are thinking about adding more products to your product line, I would definitely recommend checking out Product Discovery Bootcamp because what we do there is we break down how to discover the market, 
but then also how to find those sub markets and then the products that would go and relate to that. And also how you can then create content around that. So if you want to go check out our training, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash training, and you'll see everything that I have over there for you to really dive into the market or your sub market in your niche. So this way here, you can find those products uh, and, and really go out there and build that brand. All right. So definitely go check that out. All right. So here's the deal. All right. Bloggers are still out there. Blogging is still a thing. And if you don't know what blogging is, it's really about just creating content and putting it on a blog or a website. And then after you're doing this over and over and over again, Google starts to take notice and social platforms start to take notice. And then you're starting to get traffic and you're starting to build some momentum. Well, here's the deal. Okay. The first thing that they have these bloggers and this girl had was traffic. She had traffic from Google, from Facebook, from Pinterest, from YouTube, email list. All of those are something I call assets. <laughs> and I think we all know that, right? Those are assets because Google is giving her free traffic, all right? Because she's put out content, it's gotten indexed, people have linked to it, it's been useful, and the more that it's out there and the more people are, are linking to it and all that stuff, and that's the general SEO stuff, search engine optimization stuff, Google will start to reward those blogs and those sites, all right? So Google is already sending people to her blog. Facebook, she's got a good Facebook presence. Pinterest, YouTube, email list, all those are assets that's driving traffic to her brand, all right? Now, the other thing that she has is trust, all right? People are starting to know, like, and trust her because of the content that she's putting out, all right? Because up till this point, all she's really done is posted about the market that she is serving and to be helpful and to give them resources and to uh, do reviews on other products and stuff. And that's why that's really important moving into number three is she's had affiliate sales in the past. She's had history. So what she was able to do is pull her report. Now, what that means is she was an affiliate for Amazon. Okay. So Every time that someone comes into her blog or that is brought over to her blog and she has stuff that links over to Amazon, she makes a commission on that. And depending on what your sales volume is, it could be 4%, it could be up to about 8%, I think it is. And she's probably about the, at the 8% because she did pretty well with the affiliate sales. So then what she did is she said, you know what, I'm going to pull that report and I'm going to see what people are buying the most of. And she ended up seeing a couple of products and she's like, okay, I could do these and I could actually create content around these too. Cause I've already done it for other uh, brands and I'm selling their products. Why don't I just sell my own? So now what she did is she went out and created her own products. All right. And there's two different products that she created. Actually, I think there's three now, but there was um, one that she came out with first with about a thousand units and, um, and did really, really well. That's the one I was talking about as far as the 16,000 in 24 hours. And I'll tell you about that in a second. All right. But what she did is she pulled that report over, over the past 12 months or more. Right. And she's seen a history of things that were selling over and over and over again. And if that's something that really goes well with her brand, then why wouldn't she do that, right? Because she's making 8%, let's say, on that item. She's going to make now between 30, 40, and maybe even 50%, okay, which is pretty cool, right? 
And she's able to now start to get some traffic of her own going to wherever she wants. In this case, it would be Amazon. All right. So number four that she has going for her is she gets feedback from her audience, from blog comments, from emails, from Facebook. So as she's developing these products, she's asking for feedback. She's asking what they like, what they don't like, what colors you like, what styles you like, right? So she's getting all of this feedback and she's building up some anticipation for this new product that she's creating, right? And people are excited about it. So that that gets that excitement level up. So when she moves to number five, which is sales, now she can launch the product. She can boost sales anytime that she wants, right? Because she has these assets in place. She has traffic. She has reach. You know, she has a Facebook page and, and, and a channel, you know, and that's not even running ads. Here's the other thing. She hasn't even ran pay-per-click yet. She hasn't even turned on pay-per-click. She hasn't even, uh, you know, brought over a Facebook ads into this thing, right? She hasn't done any of that stuff. All she did was she leveraged her platform that she's been building for the past few years, all right? Here's the deal. This is happening, and it's going to happen more and more and more. And if you're a blog or a blogger and you're listening to me right now, you should be considering this as well. All right, because you have a huge advantage. There's people right now that are aware of this, and what they're doing is they're looking to buy a blog or a website or a brand that has some sales history on Amazon as an affiliate, and then they're looking to trade out or swap out those products with their own. All right, and that's exactly what she has done here. So here's what she did. She went through that entire process. She said, all right, I'm going to order a thousand units. And I, I remember when she did this, I was actually on a call with her in, uh, in my, uh, my one mastermind and, uh, and she was nervous about it. And I said, oh no, you're going to sell out of them things. If anything, you don't have enough. You might want to go slow because you're going to blow out of those things. And, um, so she ended up doing a Facebook live and in 24 hours, she sold like $16,000 in product sales, which is insane. All right. Now those product sales were being uh, purchased over on Amazon. Well, guess what happens when you get sales on Amazon? I think we all know you start to get ranked. Then all of a sudden you're not doing anything anymore, really. And you're getting sales organically. And I think she was averaging 10 to 15 sales right out of the gate. No pay-per-click has not spent a dime. Hasn't even started pay-per-click yet. 10 to 15 per day. And I believe her product was around 28 or 30 some dollars. So it's a little bit more expensive too, right? And now she's getting a steady flow of sales. Well, now she was also concerned that she was going to run out of inventory. And she asked my, my opinion, what do you think I should do? I said, I think you should just run out uh, at the pace that you're, that you're selling now, because that will then allow Amazon to understand that when you get back in stock, your conversion was really high. So it'll probably bring you back very easily. And you have the leverage of your outside assets. So you can go ahead and boost those sales whenever you want. And the other thing is, and this is what I was going over with her when we were um, in person here recently at this business retreat is I was telling her, you're really seeding you know, all of these sales are seeding you for all of these miscellaneous long tail keywords. So when the traffic starts to come in from Amazon, all right, in fourth quarter, Black Friday and all the Christmas buzz, well, you're going to be shown now for these other keywords that you weren't even trying for because you, you uh, really started driving a lot of sales. 
all right? And she was excited about that. And again, she's like, so how many should I order? I'm like, well, I would order at least probably 2,000, maybe even more, depending on your comfort level, uh, because you're going to sell them regardless. And the other thing is, this is a very, very competitive space, very competitive. Uh, But she's able to compete in there because she already had the traffic. She already had the trust, right? She already had that stuff in place. So here's the deal. If you are just starting, you should be looking at the market that you're going into. You should look at sub markets as well, niche it down if you can, right? And then find three to five products, but also a market that you know that you could create some steady content around, right? I use the bass fishing example. That's a, that's a, uh, that's a niche that you could, you could always be adding content weekly, you know, because you're maybe always going out on the weekends to go fishing, or maybe there's always, uh, you know, things that are coming to the market in that space and you can always be talking about, or maybe you can interview other people that are, uh, that are also bass fishermen, right? So there's all of these things that you can do in that space. But if you're launching, let's say it is uh, refrigerator, uh, filters for your water filters, I'm not really quite sure how much content you're going to create around that. Not saying you can't sell water filters for different makes. You you can, but it's going to be harder to do what we're talking about unless you have just a website that's just like, you know, all of the water filters in all different devices. Again, it doesn't sound that sexy and it doesn't sound that fun to me, but you probably could do something, but it wouldn't be as easy as, as if you're talking about something like, you know, bass fishing or whether that is uh, golfing or whether that is playing guitar or whether whatever it is like crocheting whatever it is like you could probably create more content there than you could for water filters um but again to each its own you know if you think that you can create content uh in in a certain area a certain market then go for it but just some things to think about all right but here's what i want you to understand okay content will build steady sales. And here's what I mean. As you're creating a piece of content, okay, that resides on your blog, the minute you put it on your blog, okay, or your website, it is going to get indexed by Google. Now that's, that's, you can't just stop there. You can't say, well, that's good. Now you're going to want other people to find it and share it. And that will be some outreach maybe, or maybe then you also uh, do a collaboration with another blogger in your industry or whatever. But when you start to get those links coming over to your content, that's also going to let Google know it's a, it's a pretty valuable piece of content. All right. But that's for a whole nother conversation. But if you create content on a regular basis, traffic will start to come. And if you, you know, if you have different keywords, again, it kind of really does go uh, hand in hand with even how you optimize inside of Amazon. You're looking at keywords there that people are searching for and also long tail. Well, the same thing goes for content that you're creating on your blog or on YouTube or any of that stuff. You want to do your own research there and you want to find the best keywords for that piece of content. So you're going to want to spend a little bit of time there. All right. But when you create this content, remember, it's a piece of real estate that you've put on the Internet that can be found. And once that is done, it is done. I mean, you can come back to it and tweak it if you want to. But once it's done and that traffic's coming, it's coming, you know, and then when your links are are in there about the product or how to use the product, that's one click away from making a sale. Right. Whether you do anything about it or not. All right. But generally, more content will equal more sales. And the other cool thing is to think about is that it's evergreen. All right. It's something that can always be searched for. It always can be found. 
yes, it's a little bit more of a long-term play, but so worth it. And I'm going to give you some numbers here in a minute um, on our new brand and some of the uh, some of the traffic numbers, which is pretty crazy because that blog and website was really just created just as a placeholder. We're like, yeah, we'll just create it. We'll throw up some content. We'll get on a content schedule and we'll see what happens. And that's what we did because we wanted a place to send our email subscribers and stuff. But the other thing that you should be doing anytime now, anytime that you're creating content on a website, on a blog, is you want to be able to install a Facebook pixel. All right. And you know, like I would just do that like immediately because as you're doing that, you're always going to be building an audience inside of Facebook that you can target, okay? Even if you don't know how to use it right now, get the pixel installed inside of your Facebook ad manager. So this way here, you have that being built kind of on the side and you can kind of forget about it if you want to, all right? Now, the other thing is, is building that email list. So the minute that you have a blog or a website, it's pretty important that you have an email list or a way to get on your email list, whether that's for more content tips, whether that's for uh, maybe a VIP discount club, whatever it is, something. Just you know, from day one, you should have a way to collect an email. And some people saying, well, email is dead. Well, maybe it's not as good as it used to be, but it's still pretty darn good, all right? I mean, we're still sending emails in the new brand, even on TAS stuff. And I'm still getting people to open emails and read and click and you know basically go to content to help them uh, more uh, in that market or in that niche. Okay, I mean even like this, the podcast every Friday I send out an email with three episodes. I give links to it and you go over and you listen, right? And if you ever want to reply, you can reply. Um, but generally, Friday emails are just like a recap, and you can do the same thing. But it's important that you get on a schedule and you commit to a content schedule. And right now, if it's one piece a week, do one piece a week. That's it, you know? And I've done videos in the past on my YouTube channel. If you missed that, you definitely probably wanna head over to theamazingsellertv.com. Go over there on the brand building tips. You'll see I did one over there recently called the trifecta effect or the content trifecta effect. It's where you take one piece of content and then you use it in multiple places. So you only have to create the content once, but then you can repurpose it. Um, So there's a lot of cool things that you can do with the content. But, you know, I've been hearing that for years. I've been online now for just about 15 years and I've been hearing... I've been hearing it since, you know, 15 years ago. Content is king. Like content, content, content. You're never going to uh, run out of content um, that is going to be searched for on the internet. There's always something new. There's always something needed. And uh, why not you? And just because something has been created before doesn't mean you can't put your own spin on it. But content to me is king because it's a way for people to get engaged and also raise their hand in your market, but then also a way for you and your brand to give value and build an asset that is uh, also uh, really good for you and your brand, especially if you ever wanted to sell. You have this thing now that is you know, has this outside traffic that, um, that to me as an investor is really, really important. All right. And it's a great way to connect with your audience. All right. So definitely install that Facebook pixel so you can create that custom audience in Facebook when you're ready to use it, build the email list. So this way here, you have that constantly growing and you can, you can continue to, to, uh, be communicating with your, with your people and letting them know about new content. A little bit of a warning here though. Okay. And this is for Amazon-only sellers. Now, you guys know I'm a huge fan of starting on Amazon, launching on Amazon. They take a lot of the heavy lifting off of us where we can you know, put up a product, we can optimize it, and we can generally have traffic 
coming to that listing pretty quickly. Even if we didn't have an email list, even if we didn't have a blog, we can start pay-per-click and get traffic to that listing pretty much overnight. Like it can literally happen that fast. But on the back end of that, we know that we want to launch with a list and that's why we want to be doing that stuff in the pre-launch phase. But here's a little bit of that warning, okay? If you're an Amazon only seller and you might be an Amazon only seller that's doing a million dollars plus a year and I have people in my inner circle right now that are doing that and that's why they're in there. They want us to help them build outside assets so this way here they're not relying 100% on Amazon. You wanna be like this blogger where they're getting all of their own traffic, they have all of these other outside you know, channels and then they have Amazon as a vehicle to also sell organically, but also to their own, to their own market or to their own list. All right. But you need to be thinking to yourself, you are not an Amazon only business. Okay. I'm going to repeat that. You are not an Amazon only business. If when someone asks you what you do for a living and you say, I'm an Amazon seller, or I'm an, I I have an Amazon business, you need to rethink that. Okay, you are a business, you are a brand that offers products, and you should have content to help your audience, your market understand why they should buy from you, right? You should be the best resource on the internet. That's the way I like to look at this. Think about your market, think about what they need. How can you be the absolute best resource on the internet for that thing, for that market? Bass fishing. If you are the bass fishing person or brand, then you want to be the best resource, okay? Just be the best resource for those people. If I'm a bass fisherman, I'm going to want to be able to search for something, find you. Once I find you, I'm probably going to binge on your stuff if it's good, all right? And that's where YouTube comes in. That's where blog content comes in. That's where Facebook comes in, all of those things. But again, you don't have to do it all. Start with a home base. I've talked about this before. Your home base is your website slash blog. This is where your content will reside, but you're also going to have these these other social assets outside of that, but will point back to your blog or your website, okay? And when I say blog, it's really your website. It's all under one roof, in a sense. Your blog is just kind of the content vehicle or the place that you you put the, the content that is informational, okay? So again, warning. Amazon only sellers. I warned you. Okay. I want you to go out there and start creating these assets and these pieces of content. If you have not followed the pace method, then I would encourage you to do that. I would go to the amazing forward slash pace and use those four pillars to build your brand. Okay. And I'm going to leave it at that. All right. But remember, Start creating assets for your business, for your brand, all right? So let me just, to wrap this up, let me give you some of the numbers and how we are up 72.83% since last year in traffic numbers, all right? Now, this blog started just under two years ago. I think we are probably about 18, maybe 20 months, something like that. I I don't know the exact number, Uh, but... Started it with one piece of content, nothing fancy, uh, just, uh, you know, put a piece of content up. Didn't even really look at the SEO that much, the search engine optimization. We just titled it the way that we thought it should be titled. Uh, we made sure it had a good navigation bar. We, we made sure it had an email opt-in form, and we just started posting content, 
all right? And then over the past 18 to 20 months, whatever it's been, we've been directing our blog traffic there. So we've been, uh, or I'm sorry, our email list there. So we're like, hey, we got a new piece of content, go check it out. And what that does is it gets people to go there and interact with it, but then also people to go share that content. And guess what happens when it gets shared? Then we start getting the social reach, all right? And then we start to get ranked organically because now people are sharing it. They're linking to it. All right. And as that starts to happen, you start to build, uh, you know, backlinks and stuff like that, which in the SEO world, that is, that's money. When you can get some really solid backlinks going to your pages, uh, Google starts to take notice. And then it's actually over the past probably year, year and a half, having social presence on other platforms and then linking over to your blog has also kind of went into the SEO, uh, you know, the, uh, the criteria, the algorithm that uh, that Google is using. You know, they, they want to see that because they know how important social is. So let's see, last year in August or at the end of August, so let's just say up till August, we were at per month, this is that month. So like we're going back like last August to this August. We're in, actually in October now at the time of recording this, but that's when I pulled this report. Um, actually, I think it was in September. Let me just, I'm going to go ahead and pull that up really quickly on the fly here so we can actually see this. So actually, no, I take that back. It was August 31st to uh, September 29th. So it's actually really, really relevant. Okay. It's really current because that was last year and last year that month did 21,572 unique visits. Not bad. I think all of us would say that's pretty darn good, right? This year, same time period, 37,282 unique visits, all right? And I'll give you the breakdown. Organic, meaning coming directly from Google. Last year was 8,224. This year, 15,293. We almost doubled that. It's insane. Social, meaning coming from Facebook or uh, YouTube, okay? Uh, 9,681 was last year. This year, 13,443. Okay. This is all for that same time period. So this is just one month. This is a 30 day window. Okay. Direct meaning people that were directed there, uh, probably through either an email or just outside people searching for the exact domain. 3,309 was last year, this year, 7,797. Okay. That more than doubled. Okay. Pretty awesome. And then referral, meaning people have actually shared, um, 409 was last year, 1,119 this year, okay? So last year's totals, 21,572 for a 30-day period, and then this year, same period, same month, 37,282, 72.83%. It's pretty impressive. And actually, as we get closer in fourth quarter, this is the, that's, like a, that's like end of summer, right, which is usually down. We're heading into the fourth quarter. These numbers will increase. And as they increase, as we get more shares, as we get more engagement, we're going to also increase that number. And I think last year we had a couple of months that it was over 50,000 uniques. So that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. So I'm excited about that. Now we're starting to say, okay, now how do we leverage that traffic even more so than right now? Because when you're first doing it, you're like, oh, I'll optimize that stuff later. But now that we have some, some, you know, incredible increases here, we want to start to leverage that even better. And whether that's having a pop-up on the site that um, is a little bit more like in front of them when they get on there, or whether that's, you know, putting up a banner for uh, maybe joining our VIP list, or maybe it is a special offer for that week and then seeing what we do from there. So there's a lot of cool things we can do now that we have traffic. 
All right. So let me just kind of run through this one more time for you. Okay. Content, content, content. All right. That's really the name of the game here. And that's how this blogger was able to do exactly what she did. All right. Written content plus videos plus Facebook content. You can repurpose some of this content, but the bottom line is you have to start. All right. You have to figure out what your market wants, what they need. And a simple way of doing that is just do some of your own Google searches, use some keyword tools um, for finding that out. Go to YouTube and type in, you know, how to catch more bass and then let it fill in the blanks, you know, in a pond, in a lake, it'll, it'll auto fill for you. Those are generally the more popular ones. Um, sounds like there's someone at the door here. We got uh, the dogs barking. So another thing important, very, very important. Choose a market you can create content for. I'm going to say that once more. Choose a market you can create content for, all right? It's going to make this process a whole bunch easier, and it's going to allow you to create more assets for your business to get that traffic, but also build the email list, also build the Facebook audiences and all of that stuff. All right. So hopefully you found value in this. I'm excited about this. I'm hoping to get uh, this girl on. Uh, I don't want to mention her name yet and all of the details, and I'm sure she'll share everything. So uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, I can get her to come on the podcast and share a little bit more of the ins and the outs, but she's crushing it and she's going to continue to crush it. And the thing is, is if you are, again, just an Amazon only business, uh, they're coming. Okay. The bloggers are coming. The YouTube, uh, influencers are coming. Uh, they understand that, you know what, I'm making 8% on affiliate commissions over here. Why don't I just create my own products? Right. And once they do that, once they catch on, you know what? And they should, they should, if there's a blogger listening or a YouTuber listening right now, you have any type of traffic and you have affiliate sales coming through Amazon, you should be doing this. I would encourage you to do this because you're ahead of the game. You're ahead of the curve. So uh, you have a huge advantage, uh, and I would definitely strongly recommend doing that, all right? So guys, if you are at the beginning stages or if you're thinking to yourself, I want to go ahead and pivot a little bit in my brand, and you want to find the products or the markets that you can go into to really create this content and this, you know, this brand, then definitely check out Product Discovery Bootcamp. Also, you can check out Private Label Classroom, and now I'm offering all of that training in one area, so this way here, you can go ahead and use whatever you need where you are right now, and you can find that by heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash training and go check that out, and again, focus on the area that you need to focus on right now to take your business to where it needs to go, all right? Show notes to this episode can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 579. Again, the show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 579. All right, guys, so that's it. That's gonna wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.